previously on My Best Friend's Journal. I know what soup is, bitch. I've had soup many a time. I don't know that you do. (laughs) (laughs) It's about the chunks, dude. It's about the chunks. I understand why you might like it. I just need you to know that I don't and respect my truth. Oh my god, I was just talking about this the other day about Bake Off. It's always chocolate week or ice cream week <laughs> where they're like, it's the hottest day on record, so I hope this doesn't suck. Like, totally. an air-conditioned the area would be completely fine. It wouldn't take the charm out. I, like, stopped listening to music. I find no time. I used to love finding good new music, and I just, like, yeah, you, never do anymore. You're really good at giving recommendations. I feel like it's because of the our ridiculous news cycle. I'm always on top of the news, yes. which is always changing, which means I never have time for music. Yeah. FS Theater called again to go audition for Soulmates tomorrow at 2.45. Good Lord. The fucking cat. Um, (laughs) Are you not a fan of cats or is it her cat? Generally, I don't like cats because I have so many bad experiences with them. Mostly they stalk me in the night. They're scary. They always get lost. They're always stuck in things. They're always lurking. Five years ago, he got a book to hold my private thoughts. And now we're gonna take a peek Grab a drink or smoke some pot Your private thoughts read aloud How does that make you feel? I don't remember what I wrote This shit might get too real Nothing here is sacred I'm haunted by my past It's called my best friend's journal. Let's start this damn podcast. Let's sing this theme a little longer first. It's someone's favorite podcast. Yes, and the world's greatest podcast. Oprah's favorite podcast. Hey, you little pussy nugget. What? Happy New Year! A bussy nugget is just poop. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now you know what I think of you. Hello. I've always known. Hello! How are you? I'm good. How's 2021? Oh, honestly, it's like almost exactly the same as 2020 so far. It's crazy. Uh, Okay, cool, cool, cool. (laughs) How's yours? Is it like new and crazy? Uh, Yeah, I mean, everything's different. Nothing is the same. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I saw a uh, Jordan Firstman. Do you follow him on Instagram? I do, yeah. He's funny. He um, did an impression of January 2021 being like, I am literally the same person as December 30th. I just changed my name. I love it when he does his publicists. My uh, the one when he did um, the flies publicist that was on oh, Mike yeah. Pence's head. Anyway, go go do your thing. I don't want to hold you up. Go eat some garbage, girl. We love you. We love you. We love you, fly boss. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking good. Uh, good. Hi, welcome to my best friend's journal. I'm Cam. I'm Mike. And I'm the journal. This is sorry. Don't cut that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the journal. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Oh, funny. I, like uh, I like when you add a voice to it, though. Uh, hold on does should the journal have a different voice nope that was about to be the urchin the voice oh, it's always the urchin the voice you made was actually super similar to um our long lost one episode only um <laughs> mascot mascot uh what was he the the jock cheeky the jock strap cheeky the jock strap <laughs> <laughs> i'll bring him back we had an illustration and everything we did <laughs> oh for the love um well it is tw- it is episode 81 it is 2021. Fun. 2020 uh, fun. Give me another one. I can do it again. <laughs> You're the fun that I want. You are the fun I want. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Honey. 
Great. I'm just gonna keep. I'm just gonna remain silent. Let you keep going. Well, perfect because uh, you're the one that I want. Actually, it reminds me of a song that I wanted to recommend to you, and it's not that. In a long winding way, it's. Um, it reminds me of John Travolta, which reminds me of Saturday Night Fever, which reminds me of the Bee Gees documentary I just watched, which reminds me of. PJ Morton and Yeba, who you know I'm obsessed with, do a cover of How Deep Is Your Love, and it is so good, and I highly recommend you listen to it. Holy crap. Um, that all happened very quickly in your head. Uh, what a fascinating place to it be. It all moves quick. It's just hard to, to describe, you know? Uh-huh. Um, Yeba was nominated for a Grammy this year. What? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, my God. I'm so yeah. excited. For what? Like a big one, I think. Like a uh, best recording or best album. Let me oh, check. Good for her. She's also been posting stuff saying basically she's going to be coming back as soon as she's allowed to do so. She's, she took a lot of time off, I think, for mental health. And uh, I think she's going to be doing some live shows. I would kill to see her live. Coming back, what do you mean? Um, I think she just took a break from social media and from putting out oh, stuff. Oh, I understand. Uh, yeah. Back into public life. Wait, she won a Grammy in 2018. For what? For best best traditional R&B performance for How Deep Is Your Love. Oh, the one I just was talking about? Yeah. And then she she's shit. nominated this year for best traditional R and B performance for her song Distance. Well, oh yes, it's a great song. Um, I'm embarrassed that I just recommended a song from 2018, but you know I haven't been listening <laughs> to much music lately. Oh, <laughs> uh, honestly, it all goes so fast, and you know I never know when anything's from. You don't listen to much music. You do watch a lot of TV. Are you watching anything interesting? Um, yes, sort of. But give me one second on that. I just want to okay. say, I have noticed, I am listening to more music again now. I've said this before. This is an old, broken record of mine. But I truly am noticing that the news cycle is changing, and it's very exciting. Um, I used to, you know, turn on my NPR app, NPR One, and I'd get a whole new batch of catastrophic shit every 10 minutes. Now, it is basically the same stories in the morning and in the evening. It is so lovely. I, I know. It's it's much less breakneck because, uh, you know, I don't want to uh, oh, say I his know. name. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> because I know that guy is he's, cause he's being all quiet all these days because he's sulking. Well, sort of uh, quiet. Or we're giving him less attention. Yeah, well, we're giving him less attention. He's he is being he he's saying a lot of the same stuff over and over and over again. Uh, so I guess he's not being quiet, but it's not news anymore because he's just saying the same damn thing for two months. And come January fifth, we're really going to be running out of breakneck stories once that uh, Georgia Senate election is over. Cannot Oof. wait. I'm very nervous about it, but I'll leave that there. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, this this comes out the day of. This comes out, by the time this comes out, we we may know, but we may not because it took 10 days for the general election. So who knows? Ooh-wee, ooh-wee, what a big week. Um, yeah, it's scary for a lot of reasons, not the least of which is that I truly believe we will end the pandemic sooner um, if we have a democratic control. If if these if this Senate election, in my opinion, determines mm-hmm. the length at which Americans suffer from the pandemic. I read a headline the other day about how some healthcare workers are not interested in taking the vaccine. Um, and I was like, can I get theirs then? How do I, how do I get on the list I to know. get the ones that people don't want? Cause I, uh, now that we're past the new year and I'm past this Christmas stuff, I very selfishly, it just want to not worry about that. I mean, I know that I feel like most people are feeling that way, but there's like a, I want to get on a fucking plane again. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. not going to do that until I get this fucking vaccine. And if some people don't want them, then I just would like the extras. That's all I'm asking. I'll take your sloppy seconds. It's fine. I know. Well, I don't want the, I don't want like, you know, the needles that have been used, but sure. I'll take that. <laughs> it does. Yeah. We, we do get into a very sharing needles place very quickly. <laughs> Sharon needles, drag race. Ah! 
new season. Sorry, what? It's back, and uh, I'm <laughs> sure we'll get to it at a gayest moment. I'm, I just have a hunch. <laughs> oh, you don't know me. <laughs> I know you so fucking well. Um, <laughs> since you brought it up, might you have a gayest moment this week? I sure do, and it brought me a lot of joy. Roll that beautiful theme footage. Gay, 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 gay. So there's a new season of Drag Race. My gayest moment is just the simplest ever. I watched the premiere. It felt like putting on an old comfy sweater uh, with new decorations. I don't know. It's a new batch of queens, so it's not like, you know, the exact <laughs> same old comfy sweater, but maybe it's like from the same manufacturer, but it's a, a fresh new one. You know you know what I mean? Yeah. Like say you have a favorite hoodie <laughs> from Nike and you wear that old one out and then you order a new one in the exact mm-hmm. same style and you put it on. You're like, oh yeah, this is the same thing, except it's fresh. That's me watching the new season of Drag Race. I am so um, grateful that you saw that analogy out to the bitter end (laughs) thank you thank you yeah i i thought that was important for the quality of the show and for your personal understanding um i just really i felt good about snuggling in on a friday and ringing in the new year the the rue year Uh um man they're they're milking that every like as much as they can it's happy rue year on every single gay liberal donald she's she's what (laughs) Just, the, po, just po, <laughs> key, key, don't they? Only in, only in uh, slapping her name on any and everything she possibly can. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I regret that. I'm gonna get eaten alive for calling her that. But you know what I mean. Just in the branding. Yeah, she she's really good at the self promotion. Yes. I think is what you're trying to say. That and is. she yeah, she can get her her name in really really anywhere. Uh, she loves a catchphrase. Anyway, um, it was delightful. Uh, I'm I'm withholding judgment on this season and this batch of queens because it was a weird premiere episode they had you know they pulled some shenanigans some shtick we're not gonna have to or we're not gonna get into it too much but um i just enjoy being back in that world and i'm excited to have my friday nights planned for the next like 10 weeks because good lord knows i need something to look forward to every week i know i wish i had like uh, i like to watch it with friends so that's kind of a bummer but i mm-hmm. will watch it knowing my friends are watching it so that's almost as good uh, uh-huh. i will also reserve my judgment for now um just just to our audience i've already given you plenty of judgment um but i will say i'm excited about a few of the queens they look promising and fun fact there's the first ever i think trans man on the show we've had trans women before but never a trans man mm-hmm. absolutely and as such rue has changed one of her catchphrases instead of saying gentlemen start your engines and may the best woman win she now says racers start your engines and may the best drag queen win and i think that's very inclusive i like it it's i mean high time she's got a mm-hmm. there have been men women and non-binary folks on there i think the whole time so she's been a, a bit of a mama in a lot of ways a bit of a mama mama rue <laughs> instead of mama rue <laughs> how offensive oh my god that's offensive that's great though <laughs> if i ever go on uh, that show d- <laughs> You ever start a new career? She has. Uh, she had some beautiful work done uh, in the off season this year. She definitely oh, had notice. a facelift. She's looking tight as can be. Um, anyway, while we're talking about drag race, I might as well give you my gayest moment. Is it variations on a theme? Uh, tangentially related. Okay. It's related to Rue only because it was on in the background while I was experiencing my gayest moment this very morning. Um, in this friend group where I was texting Cam and our friends about the show, I also said um, somehow we brought up. Oh, Cam sent an emoji of. Um, what he called tea, but it was actually the soup emoji. And he- it wasn't the soup emoji. It's green tea. If you type in tea 
into and um, the emojis pop up. That's tea, and then soup. There's another bowl that is soup. Well, I would. They're have, very similar. I wouldn't have even thought about it until you clarified, saying, "Just so you know, this is tea, not soup." And then I mm-hmm. decided to instigate, you know, an argument about Cam hating soup and why he's wrong. <sighs> and then he like somehow escalated this to me being a sexual deviant, and I got very offended. <laughs> <laughs> you deserved it. No, you insinuated every time we talk about this, you say, "I think it's just because you haven't had the right soup yet." You equate it to said, broth. You're always like, "I don't want to drink. I want to chew." I'm like, well, then have a soup that is not just a fucking, you know, miso or a bisque. Uh, you are not listening to me when we have the <laughs> soup debate. I understand that soup has chunks that require chewing. I'm not saying soup is a cup of broth. I'm just <laughs> saying I want hearty food to consider a meal. I want to it chew. Oh, my you could God. Put, you could put steak and potatoes and carrots all in a soup. Those could all be those yeah, are hearty yeah, foods. Yeah, and I... And I did I or did I not say that I will occasionally be okay with a very hearty stew? You are not listening to me when we have this debate. You think that I hate all soups. And let me, I'm just telling you, a liquidy soup does not a meal make when it comes to me and my personal preferences. This is the first and time you, you put liquidy in front of it. That's the very first time you've said that. And I want to, well, we, okay. It, mm, if you go back and listen to this conversation with actual open ears, you will hear me saying these things. Also, I did say... That, I, I may or may not have said that you saying that I just haven't had the right soup sounds like someone saying, yeah, you just haven't had the right dick yet. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I took gross offense to that <laughs> mm-hmm. because well, I that's... think soup is a, an ever-changing genre. There's lots of soups. Ugh. There's so much soup. Oh, my God. You give soup way too much credit. I wouldn't if you didn't force me to argue it, but look what you're <laughs> making me do. <laughs> Me saying I don't like it is not forcing you to argue it. That is you being argumentative. All right. Well, the people have had enough soup talk, I'm sure. But anyway, my gayest moment is making our two other friends bear witness to this disgusting little fight. (laughs) (laughs) Taking over a group text thread just to have a full soup fight. Also, poor things on the side. I was texting you by ourselves. Just talking about drag race. No fight at all. (laughs) But I made them watch the fight. Uh Uh-huh. I would like for you to know. That um, on New Year's Eve, we made a very hearty seafood chowder mm-hmm. from scratch, Peter and I, Great. with garlic bread and oysters, and it was really good, and I didn't find it terribly fulfilling. Oh, that's that was a, a weird <laughs> turn I didn't expect. <laughs> I really enjoyed eating it, but I was hungry in an hour, and I didn't really feel like I'd had dinner. That's my issue with soup. That's what my that's what Weibo, my mom's mom, we know Weibo, says uh-huh. whenever she... Whenever anyone cooks something that was not cooked by Weibo, she says, it's like, it's like I ate, but I didn't eat. No matter what it is, it could be a fucking meatloaf. <laughs> That's her way of insulting you. <laughs> it's like saying, a meatloaf. Like, uh, your food barely counts as a meal. <laughs> That's such a jerk move, especially if someone worked really hard on food for you. Yeah, remember that when you talk about that delicious sounding seafood chowder again uh, well i made it i mean oh, it was like a it was like okay. two hours in the kitchen i shucked over right do you call it shucking when it's clams not oysters i did shuck I oysters i think i shucked clams either way i opened and scraped out the insided clams like between 30 and 50 of those little fuckers they're tiny i wanted you to say shuck again because we've had a fuck count but we've never had a shuck count oh shuck. no we had a fuck count never mind <laughs> shuckity shuck 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 um, you. <laughs> um, by the way, I also did a New Year's Day seafood, sort of, quote unquote, sea with two E's, I guess. Um, 
<laughs> uh, how else would you spell seafood? S E E food. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Uh-huh. Um, I made some delicious looking crab cakes. Won't go into it because I made everyone look at it on my Instagram, but I'm really proud of those babies. They were so good. Yeah. I want you to send me that recipe, please. I love hearts of palm and everything. I could send you a picture of it, or you could just go ahead and buy the book Sweet Potato Soul by, I think it's Janae Claiborne. Really, really good. And the crab cake recipe was on the Today Show, which is why I started with oh, it. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Sweet Potato Soul, you say? Yeah, I actually thought it was going to be all about sweet potato cooking, and I was like, oh, that's a, a lot of recipes with just sweet potato, but that's just the name. Okay. I am very into cookbooks these days. We have been uh, really, really branching out in the kitchen because, well because pandemic but also um just because we were both really enjoying being in the kitchen these days both peter and i peter and i and we accidentally fell back into old seasons of great british bake-off mm. so um we are deep into that and watching people cook all the time i mean we're, we're talking we're watching it every single night um it's very comforting it's really it's, it's so comforting peak winter show okay so sorry to our british listeners uh first of all uh we talked about this weeks ago i brought it up and said we talked something about um Oh, we were talking about the latest season and about how we think the tent is stupid. And we heard from a British listener that told us on no, or I think a couple who told, <laughs> who told us in no uncertain terms that if they didn't bake in the tent, that it would ruin the entire show and that we were wrong. So no, I think they were I'm talking standing about by the AC. They like specifically heat, were like, well, it, yeah, it was the heat and because I was saying like either move it out of the tent or pump in some AC, but they were saying that adds that the weather element in oh. the tent adds some much needed drama to the show I see, yes. uh, and that's part of what they love about it so pretty much shut up you stupid american uh and i i respect your opinion i still think some ac on ice cream week wouldn't be the worst thing in the world so we didn't have to watch dripping messes but anyway yeah um there's drama and there's just like every single dish is uh, a mess like i don't need that you know <laughs> Yeah, that's how you and I feel. Um, what was I going to say? You've been watching baking as like comfort. Oh, you've been baking oh, more. On cycle four on Netflix, I think it's cycle four. Um, it's Nadia's season. And that is the most amazing. I, I We just finished it last night. I have never like been so emotional at watching someone win a show and she is this wonderful woman and we i went into like this deep dive on researching her and uh, like her post bake-off career and she has turned bake-off into like this incredible platform and she has other tv shows and cookbooks and like peter was like i'm ordering all of them (laughs) on amazon last night it's just wonderful so if you need something good to to watch and something like just to like sink sink into that show is just it and if you need something that is absolute garbage have i got a recommendation for you Um, oh i'm ready i based on the trailer which is just far superior to the show itself i started watching pretty little things um on netflix it is not been, pretty little liars not to be confused with pretty little liars or uh big little big. lies or little fires everywhere or okay. any of those <laughs> okay <laughs> big like, little fires things but big little fiery things yeah yeah that's what it's called okay <laughs> hi interrupting to say wrong on all accounts it was tiny pretty things oops it's a lot of beautiful choreography a lot of wait what hold on beautiful choreography is it a dance show yes oh. it takes place at a dance school and all the drama that comes with that so it's kind of like center stage isn't there meets... a sutton foster show on cw about that probably about ballet it's like, or it's, something it's a rich vein i, I enjoy okay. <sighs> what it lacks in um good writing it makes up for in beautiful choreography it, mm. the writing is abysmal it is atrocious but there's a lot of sex and there is um 
equally graphic sex amongst homosexuals and heterosexuals, which is fun because we don't always. Oh, our friends okay. are talking about Bridgerton recently, and apparently in Bridgerton there's like a flash of some gay sex, but there's a lot of heavy um, heterosex. And I think it's fun that if the gays are watching aggressive heterosex and the straights gotta watch aggressive homosex like there's you, we have been through this you're not interested unless there's an equal <laughs> amount of gay storyline not just 50 50 plus mix not just storyline but like they're showing it like we there's no uh-huh. there's no implying it's like oh are you seeing p and b you are not but you're like oh you're bottoming you are you're biting a pillow now you're bottom oh, you guys flip that's fun oh wow you're getting this dick all the way down oh, your okay. throat it's like it's graphic um uh, wow okay. it's not that graphic but anyway i mostly let the show go by but when i sense one of these scenes is coming up i pause it and go watch and take off your pants and put your dick in your hand and see what happens that i don't do my my windows face a lot of my neighbors where my tv is <laughs> so i try really can't hard can't you close your blinds i can but whatever <laughs> <laughs> um okay i recommend it for the choreo for um easy trash drama it's it's like a teen romance drama thing it's that whole like uh what was the 13 reasons why it feels like kind of that vibe with choreo oh okay you have definitely just solidified the fact that i'm never going to watch a single episode i hated that show so much i actually didn't watch that show it's just like an equal vibe i get okay from <laughs> okay from your general ignorant understanding of uh-huh. what that show is this is okay. what's wrong with the world this is where like bad information comes from i'm generating uh-huh. it. yeah you're fake newsing yourself right now don't you dare use that term uh- with me virtual slap <laughs> um one more quick recommendation now that you're talking about trash TV. This one's not so trashy, but um, do you have HBO Max? Yes. The Flight Attendant is... I've heard um, about this. Oh, my God. Kaylee Cuoco, who I only is ever... Kaylee associ- Cuoco? Okay. I, ne- I only ever associated her with Big Bang Theory, which I mm-hmm. have never watched and have found very obnoxious from afar for many years, like 20 seasons or whatever. She <laughs> is fabulously good in this show. Um, ah. the show. And her best friend is Shoshana um, from Girls. Oh, okay. Um, and it is, but like, you know, all grown up, she's like her best friend who's also like kind of a, like a badass lawyer. It, it's the first couple episodes are very stressful because it, it's a dramedy for sure. And I was only getting the drama when I, I was like, oh my God, I don't know if it was like my personal state, but I thought she was going to get like arrested abroad. And like, there was all this <laughs> stuff, like all these very tense moments. And I was just like, this is making me sweat the show. But then it really opens up into the the comedy parts of it. I don't know. It's, it's complicated because it's not all one thing, which I think is what makes it so interesting, but I'm really enjoying it. All the performances are fabulous. The episodes are like pretty long and involved and I just, uh, I really like it. So um, I'm only halfway through, but I, I absolutely recommend it. I believe I heard the same from Louis Vertel, who I generally agree with on pop culture things. So I should give this a check oh, okay. with that. I think we should uh, get into the journal. What do you think? I think we should say fuck the journal and I want to go finish the flight attendant. Now I'm in the mood for that. So, uh, cool. Fuck you. I guess, uh, show's over. Fine. Fine. I've got the journal. Let's start 2016. Oh God. Oh my God. All right. Bad year. Yeah. For everyone. (laughs) Uh Oh fuck. Yeah. Hey, I got married this year. Oh, that's true. I think Michaela and kicked it as well. Whatever. It was just (laughs) the beginning of where we are now. Yeah, 2016 was a rough one. All right, here we go. All right. Gird your loins. Take a shot. (laughs) There is no perfect time to write. There is only now. Barbara Kingsolver. 
Oh, that's what the front of that thing says. Yes. Oh, you're at the beginning again. It's the inspirational quote at the beginning of the of the journal. There's no perfect time to write. Only a a brief panic when you're 12 days behind and it's almost <laughs> the new year. <laughs> Do you ever catch up? Yeah, um, I think I'm like three days behind now, but yes, oh, okay. I caught up just the other day. Cool. Oh, I get to flip my own journal over now. Oh, that's motivating to get your journal's up. verse. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna flip my journal. Flip with my journal. Very weird to be past halfway on these pages, by the way. Yeah, year um, four now? This is year four? Year four. Wow. January 1st, 2016. Tell us where we were, where we left off last episode. Um, I had an atrocious moving day, but I'm finally in my new apartment. But I am about to go slit your brother's do a throat. contract and yes oh. i'm gonna slit my brother's throat after that i'm gonna run from the fuzz by hiding out in a contract in new york or in florida <laughs> the fuzz all right january 1st 2016 slept in then made several trips to oh y'all roommate doc's place to mm. grab stuff got michaela <laughs> got michaela's weights from hell's kitchen i know those weights those fucking weights <laughs> i have moved those weights. So, I mean, They're I've adjustable also, dumbbells that weigh 52 and a half pounds each. The ones that uh, sold out in the pandemic that no one could find uh-huh. for less than $600. Um, I uh-huh. will say it has been worth their literal weight. Um, the amount of times I've had to carry them before the amount of times I've used them. So that's okay now in hindsight. But man, at this point, I had moved them like six times and used them never. Uh, finishing that day, cooked dinner and worked on show. January 2nd. Also, I just want to... I've got no story here. I just want people to imagine the the real joy of going back and forth in the subway with things like dressers um, and kitchen carts and stuff. That's what I was doing on the subway. Yeah, I was. Uh, my old apartment was, or my sublet with Doc was one eighty nine, and my new apartment was one sixty eight. Uh, so it wasn't a long trip, but any trip's a long trip when you're carrying furniture on the subway. Okay, it's a lot of weight. All right, January second. Uh, packed and breakfast in the morning. Michaela took me to 125th for airport bus. Easy trip. Luke, the company manager, picked me up and brought me to a dirty condo with a cat. <laughs> oh, yeah. At, at least a cat. Um, <laughs> yeah. You mean at least one? <laughs> at least one cat. Um, at first, I just want to say that's super kind that Michaela took me to that airport bus. I, I can't imagine she didn't have a car, so she must have just walked me. That's fun. Um, oh, that's nice. <laughs> and yeah, this, I will start by saying this is one of my favorite contracts ever. Just like truly a joy. And I was really proud of the show. Um, this was not a good start. I was like, what the fuck have I gotten into? Um, brief background. I am replacing somebody who turned out to be a real fucking nightmare for the other three guys in the show. He was just a real oh. asshole. And so, and he was like difficult. They dragged him out of there the way we're going to drag Donald office um oh dear kicking yeah. and screaming so they basically i've been rehearsing in new york so that he he didn't even know he was fired yet and i'm already rehearsing for his part oh shit yeah it was dramatic um so then i got to florida it's do you think through- donald trump knows he's been fired <laughs> not yet no he doesn't okay. he keeps saying he doesn't know uh-huh. that anyway um so now that i'm actually in florida they have to hide me which is why i'm in because they don't want him to know uh-huh. so he doesn't quit oh my god that's so shady super shady so as part of the hiding i am in a condo owned by like the wife of the artistic director or something, not their housing. Cause their housing is all oh my like, God. A, why didn't they just put you in a hotel for the love great fucking question? I don't know. It, it, I do not know. Um, but they have, if I had been what in there, kind like, of, 
What kind of person is happy to have a strange actor staying with them in their dirty apartment, by the way? That is also a bizarre thing. It was like a spare apartment because this woman lived with the artistic director. You know what I mean? Uh, Okay, gotcha. But the cat still lived there? At least a cat still lived there. (laughs) (laughs) Are you going to find extra cats at some point? Maybe. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) Closet full of cats. Um, Um, It was gross. Like there was, I literally got there and there was like clothes on the bed i don't think the bed was even made there's a cat there and and in the car this company manager's like i don't know about the what if i was allergic to fucking cats he was like are you cool with cats i was like you mean in general um he was (laughs) (laughs) what a strange conversation topic um it gets worse then he was like would you mind maybe like i don't know putting some food out for the cat and i was like so so am i cool with taking care of did you guys hire me to come cat sit (laughs) I'm pretty sure I was like, no, this cat will die. So you better come uh-huh. over to the apartment and do it. I don't mean to be an uh-huh. asshole, but like I did not sign up to take care of a fucking cat. Yikes. Um, okay. So real quick, brief aside. Um, so when Peter and I moved to LA, we moved because he got a job there. Um, and he got a job at this advertising agency to be their head of social media. Um, and we, uh, we moved to LA, got, you know, uprooted our life in Chicago, whatever. We got there, signed this lease and, and all this kind of stuff. And, um, then Peter like trotted off to his first day of work, um, all excited. And he, uh, got a call from his boss that morning. Like, Hey, let's have breakfast before your first day. He thought his, his boss just wanted to take him out to breakfast. He's like, okay, great. So they met at like this nice hotel right next to his office in Hollywood. And they had this breakfast and the guy was like, listen, I need to tell you something. I haven't told anyone that I hired you yet. I'm waiting for the right time. And also there's a lot of people that already work here or there's at least a couple people that already work here who would want this job. So it's not going to be great news. Oh, so shit. we're just going to kind of play it by ear. So Peter was like, so if you haven't told anyone that I'm starting today, then what am I supposed to do? And he's like, oh, you know, we'll just get you to know people. Peter sat in a conference room for like the first week, most of the day, and just read comic books because they had one of the comic book studios as a client. And so they had all these comic books around and he had nothing to do. He was getting a paycheck to literally sit around until his boss got the balls to tell people that he had hired someone in this role. Oh, it my was God so scary because i was like is he do you have a job we just moved across the country do you have a <laughs> yeah. job it was very off-putting it ended up working out okay um but god damn it it was very very strange to be like putting on your tie getting ready to go into <laughs> office it's like no one knows you work here please hide <laughs> um that's essentially what happened to me um and i think i'll probably write about it more so keep reading oh my god painful okay So, you got sushi and worked on the show to end that night. Um, Mm -hmm. On January 3rd, tried to start working early, got Starbucks, and you, oh, you bought a homeless woman lunch. That's very nice of you. Oh. Very good Samaritan act. Um, You saw Soulmates twice. Uh Uh-huh. So, what what you were just saying about Peter happened to me. Uh It's a small- lurking. (laughs) Well, it's it's a pretty small theater. It's a dinner theater. Um, And it's in Sarasota, Florida. So, it's- almost entirely very old people i mean it's it's full every single night because it's sarasota florida but it's yeah. all it's all seniors so when there's a full audience of white heads and you see a 25 year old sitting there that looks just like the other three guys on stage uh-huh. other, it is um glaringly obvious and so the three guys who knew that this other guy was fired 
all saw me immediately and knew what was happening. And there's a moment of like audience participation, which kill me, but whatever. And they came out. And one of them, who is now a great friend of mine, was like, I think I know why you're here. Um, and Oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, fuck, if you guys know, he must. But I, I guess he, it, he had no reason to think anything, you know? So uh -huh. it was... I didn't deal with any drama, but I guess they dealt with enough for everyone. I think I know why you're here. Yes, to enjoy the show, stranger. <laughs> yes, to sit with these really fun senior <laughs> friends I've made. Be right there, Mama. Yes, I'll also have uh, six sweet and lows and... Um... <laughs> Whatever, a soft. Thank you. I'll have the soft dinner. Uh... <laughs> Honestly, that's still kind of, that's true for me. Um, but not at that point. <laughs> I got bad teeth. I got bad teeth. <laughs> Okay. Um you saw soulmates twice. So hot tub and cleaning labia cleaning labia. Yeah. <laughs> hot tub and cleaning labia. What? No. Cleaning lady? Sorry. Y yes, you do an open parentheses and then you never close the parentheses, so I'm trying oh, to figure out what exactly happened, but you said hot tub and then in parentheses and cleaning labia. Oh my god. Cleaning lady <laughs> came between. Yes, I think I was in the hot tub avoiding the they didn't know. I don't know. It was You're, all... You were drowning cats out back? <laughs> yes. At least one. Um, <laughs> I, um, this is my new favorite shtick. I, uh, <laughs> they didn't know, I guess, what was going... They, they were trying to keep the whole thing so very hush-hush that even the company manager, I guess, didn't know what was going on, which is why I'm in this lady's unready apartment. So now uh -huh. that I'm there, they're like, oh, fuck, I guess clean it. And so uh -huh. a cleaning labia came and I, I left for an hour or two. <laughs> Okay. Then you had dinner with Bruce. Okay, sorry. Another open parentheses and no close. <laughs> I'm really bad at that. You had dinner with Bruce, who's the PM. Oh, yeah. Production manager and his I, partner. I can't even picture his face. They took me out to dinner. I don't think I ever saw them again. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just to be like, hi, sorry, we're hiding you. Um, but yeah, nothing else to say other than I don't remember him. Well, shout out to Bruce and Patrick. Hey, Bruce and Patrick. Um, and then you said awkward and awkward watching shows with cast and Luke's girlfriend. Oh yeah. So one of the cast members girlfriend is also there. She's the only other young person. So I was sitting with her and she was like, I think I know who you are. And I was like, everybody, <laughs> I feel like I am in like witness protection. This is terrible. <laughs> Next show um, shows up with a fake like, um, spirit gum mustache and a wig. <laughs> Just like those uh, little glasses that have a nose and uh, uh, you hold with a stick. Yeah. <laughs> what are those called? Really good disguises. Really good disguises, right. So you worked all night, voice shot, nervous. That is every single rehearsal process. If I do anything wrong, I'm going to fuck everyone up and it's going to be really obvious. Yeah. So you decided to... Worked all night. What's that? I drove all night, Celine Dion. I don't Sorry, I'll listen to it. I'll put it in right here. So you know I've listened Thank to it. Thank you very much. <laughs> For no one else, just proof that <laughs> I've done it. Drove All Night is a great, great song. It's very creepy. I believe you. I probably would have heard it had we gone to that concert. Alas. Uh, alas. Never, never to go to a concert again. January 4th. What was... <laughs> Unless we were in the Senate runoff. <laughs> to bring it all back. What was the last concert you went to? Lizzo. With you. Uh, that may not be true. I saw John Bellion with my sister at the Greek. What about you? Whew, I don't know. I honestly don't remember. Maybe. Oh, I know exactly the last concert I went to. It was a music festival I went to in February, right before the pandemic. Oh, the lesbian music conference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I really got all my all my um, live music in for the year in that one weekend. 
Um, well, bless. On January 4th, you sang through with Jim, then blocking with Bill. You were super vocally tired and didn't speak for the rest of the night. Yeah, I obviously picked a terrible career for myself. Every single show, every single time, I'm like, this is really hard. This is really Voice tiring. Is Always. Tired. I decided just to check to see if you had written that on the same day um, in any of the... <laughs> any of the previous years uh so two years ago just so you know i this is one of the things i like to do is to you know glance up and see what happened two years before on january 4th uh-huh. two years ago in 2014 you left your journal and sex toys in the drawer in your sister's room <laughs> oh good <laughs> <laughs> and i believe i was more worried about the journal uh-huh i was like mom do whatever you want with the dildo just don't touch the journal <laughs> Do whatever you want with the dildo. Please don't. <laughs> January 5th, 2016, put in rehearsal with the guys and met everyone. Wanted to cry at first, but it got better. Opened the show. Oh my God, you got to put in rehearsal and then you just open the show? This was stressful as fuck. This is all why I was one day? by myself all night. Yes, I, I met Isn't them. Isn't there blocking and choreography? Yes, I met these guys and did a show that night. It was, it was very scary. Oh my God, I would have crapped my pants. That's like a nightmare. That's why I wanted to cry, but it, I mean, I... I was practicing over Christmas. Like, it was all I was doing besides moving with my brother um, was <laughs> learning this show. Yeah, you did say that you were working on it every single day. Um, you said, I was praised by many for getting it done. Yeah, you should have been given a fucking award. I was proud of that. I was really happy. And it went it went pretty well. Like, obviously, there were moments that I had to zhuzh along the way. But, like, it's we're all on stage the whole time. And the entire show is choreo and tight harmonies. So I was very proud of that. Yeah, no kidding. You should be. Um, let's see here on January 6th, you said have to sing through show after seeing one man to gov another show. This theater company was doing right before my own show was fine. But then in all caps, you wrote cleaned nasty kitchen. Did this woman, did the cleaning lady not do a good job? I think we missed something because this is, I'm in the new I'm in the place I'm going to stay now, which is the guy who's been fired's bedroom. Beyond being oh, an asshole to the rest okay. of his cast, he was a filthy, filthy fucking mess. The kitchen was disgusting, and I'll get to that Yikes. in a second. But first, I want to say, this means that I've moved out of this lady's dirty cat apartment. <laughs> I was there for, I think, just two or three days, and not until the day I left. So at least two sleeps went by before I saw there was a second and third cat who were oh living <laughs> underneath the bed the whole time. I freaked the fuck out. One of them meowed when I, I, I it meowed under the bed after I had seen, like I was looking at the cat that had been, that had been out in public. And so I was you're like, like, how are you, are you doing your voice? <laughs> <laughs> it was so scary and this is like these add up oh, this is why fuck. i don't love cats they're always fucking lurking and this is the epitome of that uh-huh man you've had some interesting cat roommates the irony of it is i was fucking i would lock the cat out of the bedroom at night i would like push him out but i was sleeping with two others beneath me <laughs> this episode is called at least one cat uh- <laughs> how, how are you with cats i guess fine why <laughs> Anyway, so I'm out of this situation. <laughs> oh my god, you were living in a cat hoarder den and you didn't even know it. That is so funny to me. So anyway, I ended up at this house where I'm going to be living for the rest of the contract. And this guy I've replaced is a fucking disaster. I go to clean the kitchen. It is, you know, double sink, piled high, piled with every dish. There is The fridge is packed and smells like satan's crotch because there is moldy shit all over the place and there's another guy who is 
once I cleaned, um, he never made this mess again. But I was like, how are you living in this? Because I know it was the other guy who was like super dirty, but like you were here as well. Once it was clean, he kept it clean as well. So I don't know what was going on. But how I, can you uh, how can you be expected to move into that? And, and like the company should be in charge of that. They can't be like, hey, can you come rescue us and also like dig through the last person's filth? That is so irresponsible. It was rude and disrespectful. Anyway, I um, oh, here's the kicker. I go to clean it. Um, the water is shut off. But by by the city of Sarasota, it was just shut off for that night or whatever. And I was like. I'm going to rip my fucking face off. I just left the cat den. Now I'm here. I can't even turn the sink on to wash the dishes. I almost freaked the fuck out. I was like, do I fly home now? But I had rehearsed too much for that. (laughs) Oh, mess, 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 mess. I thought you were going to say that. Here's the kicker. I started cleaning the kitchen, found a cat. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That would have been good. I, I should say that this is like a couple giant speed bumps, but then, the contract was great. Like, I really love this. Um, okay. January 7th. Uh, this can be our last entry for the day. It's the I'm first sure. week of the new year. Great. You know. Um, also, I'm starting to feel like we have less content to get through. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. These pages are getting shorter. Um, January 7th. Third show. Getting better, but feeling so self-conscious about my voice. The others are insanely good. Do so you good. still stand by that at the end of this contract? Yes. I mean, I, I got better. I improved a bunch of the stuff I was worried about. I just needed like time to get it in my body. But these uh-huh. uh, guys were excellent, like astounding singers, probably the strongest cast I've ever worked with to this day. They are, um, they were wow. in- incredible, in- like stunning, stunning performers. Wow, that's uh, such high praise. Also, um, now that that old doofus is fired and out of here, can you tell us uh, why he was so awful? Does that come up in the journal? Do you think, or like, was um, he a bad? <laughs> was he bad at his job? Was he bad to work with? All the above. Uh, it's funny because my uh, friend Ryan, who gave me permission to use his name in advance, he's like, "Soulmates is coming up. You can use my name and talk all about it." And he said, oh, "Hi, Ryan. Uh, hey, Ryan." He said, "If if you want any uh, dirt on." this guy let me know because i have plenty to give because i have like none i don't i never oh, knew yeah. him we just kind of let it go but <gasps> oh this... my god ryan now is the time the time I is know. now let us know i think ryan had bared the greatest brunt of this dude he was oh oh yeah i totally should forgot. we call him dirtbag yeah we can call him dirtbag um he was this is in 2016 this is fresh he was a Trump supporter in the Republican Ooh. primary, when there were still twenty oh, of them, dear. He, oh dear, oh dear, he was a um, NRA member. He <gasps> was, uh, and Ryan and is a performer. The only, yes, and Ryan is the only other gay guy in this cast. He was also a trust fund baby, I believe, um, but you couldn't trust him. <laughs> uh, if you know, you know, <laughs> and you all fucking know. If you don't know, <laughs> now you know. <laughs> um, he so that's like. The groundwork I knew, I don't really know many of the details about why he was so heinous, but you can kind of put those pieces together. Ryan is an outspoken liberal like us. Um, uh-huh. He And the other two are straight dudes who were like progressive, but also were just like not ready to sit here and pick a fight with this guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it really all fell on Ryan's shoulders to be like, what this man is doing is like offensive for whatever reasons. I don't know why. I don't know what ended up happening, but I guess he was really, really challenging to work with. Okay. Well, Ryan has offered... And we are in this place where, you know, we're interested in the drama because we're not involved in it. So I would like to know. Please reach out to him immediately. We'll talk about it next week. All right. I'll take Ryan up in his offer and find out. Um, It's got to be kind of interesting, actually, to 
I mean, just imagine the scenario where these 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 three liberal boys and this MAGA supporter all singing and dancing together in a little boy group, you know? Well, obviously something went down that this like crazy hoarder dirtbag Trump supporter got um, fired without ever being told. So I wear an ironic necklace of his, um, the guy at the dirtbag, because it's he has a he left a bullet necklace. It's a it's this like oh old my god, fashioned... that's where that came from. You've seen the bullet, right? Yeah. It's like oh, it only ever is a part of my gayest attire. Uh-huh. I'll wear this long chain bullet necklace. He just, I don't know. There's something very special about the fact that this MAGA supporter left it in his room. I wasn't gonna like mail it back to him, so I just started wearing it. I think it's cute and it's got a story. Honestly, it looks like something that you would have gotten at like H and M. I just thought it was kind of like a you know a, Kitchy a little, bangle. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, nope, it is it is a treasure from <laughs> taking this man's role. <laughs> a bangle is specifically a bracelet. What is the is. like the what is the thing I'm the word I'm looking for? It's just like kind of like a fun little piece of flair. Um, I don't know. Dingleberry. Come to me. Yeah. Oh, it's a dingleberry. Yeah, your neck dingleberry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the book ended with a uh, bussy nugget and dingleberry. <laughs> Bussy nuggets and chest dingleberries. Welcome to twenty twenty one. To get a chest dingleberry, a I just like trim my chest down so it'd be harder now. But someone would have to shit on my chest. To get a chest dingleberry, it's very upsetting. Honestly, very upsetting. Okay, can I fucking finish this day, please? Oh sure, go ahead. Who's stopping you? So the other castmates were insanely good. Imagination is embarrassing for me. Oh, yeah. It was one of two acapella numbers in the show. It was just tough for me to sing, and I was the lead on it, and I just didn't love doing it. But filmed for ABC7 this morning. Talk about throwing me into it. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's my <laughs> second fucking show, and I'm pretty sure we did this song that I third. hate. <laughs> oh, it's my third? Oh. <laughs> They're like, okay, we'll do this and this. I was like, oh, can we maybe do the one I'm not the lead on? <laughs> They're like, we're filming this to promote you, our new New York actor. <laughs> They're all New York actors. All right. Well, that's enough journal for this time. Um, <clears throat> Mike, did we hear from any friends? And by friends, I do mean listeners. Uh, we did. We had, in general, lots of uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year wishes, which was lovely. Thank you all. We appreciate that. Um, but Back at I, you, babies. Yeah. A specific one I want to read, though, um, is from uh, Sean on Instagram. He says... My husband and I were running errands this past weekend listening to the recent Christmas episode. He asked the origins of the sound, (laughs) and I explained (laughs) about how Cam often says, Oh, might. Do it, Cam. Oh, my tiny bottle. (laughs) That was a good one. I appreciate that. Um, And he said, which led to a giggle fit in the car. Now either one of us just has to make a subtle sound very quietly (laughs) under our breath and we break out into furious laughter in the car at the store and at home thanks for helping close out this dumpster fire of a year with so many laughs we even did it over zoom a couple of times and my family has been like what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) i love that Um, oh that tickles me i love that so much you guys uh, you bring me so much joy i'm glad that my tiny butthole can make it into your family zoom calls that's well what a phrase um Um, Mike, someone else I did, uh, I usually just let you manage, uh, you know, our social media because you are the executive producer of this year podcast. However, and the intern as well. Don't forget uh, it. I, I did see, <laughs> I did see a message come through about someone asking about, um, they're a new listener and they were asking, they were curious about your journaling habits. Um, do you have any advice to give people that are starting journaling in the new year? It's a, it's a time that a lot of people are starting a five-year journal adventure journey journal um, journey uh, journally 
Nope. A, just do it. I think it helps that I've said this before. Having the, the five-year one with like only a minimal amount of space to write is encouraging because then I'm like, I can only write so much. It's not going to take too much time. So just mm-hmm. do it even if it's not much. That said, there's like a fine line to walk because sometimes I do have more to say. I have a, a side journal that is my, if I have more to say, it goes in the side journal so that I don't feel pressure to fill up a whole page, but I do have room to expand if I want to. And what's more, I have a really nice journal, a third one that is only for like, if I have like a poetry, a big, poetry, yeah, it's my slam poetry <laughs> book. <laughs> no, it's for it's for um, like big entries. If I've moved or if like I just have a lot of feelings, or I'm processing something, or just mm-hmm. like I only write in that maybe once a month or so at best. Um, so I don't know. The my advice is do whatever it takes to make you do it. And but it's very fun to have um, to look back on the things you've written. So just do it. Now that I'm one year into mine, does that make me qualify to uh, give, give advice? advice? I have, yes. Yeah. A year is okay. huge. Wait, take a second. Congratulations. Writing a whole year of a journal is honestly, I think, super um, admirable, ad- heroic. I, th- I think is super heroic is the only word. <laughs> it's cool. I think it's impressive. I, I'm, I'm um, proud of you. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you for making me start. Um, so I think that my number one advice is just don't be too precious about it. So after like reading your journal, you're really good at like documenting kind of what happened every day. Um, Mm -hmm. but these journals are really meant to be just like a line. It can be like a feeling, one thing that happened. Mm -hmm. I, I sometimes get very mired down by like, Oh God, what happened from when I woke up to when, when I went to sleep this day, Mm -hmm. that's not what it has to be. You know, it, or, it doesn't have to be that. It can just be one line about it, uh, about a day. And sometimes even when we get into your journal and there's an entry where it's one line, you're like, I remember that day. This is what happened. You know, totally. it, it's just something to, to remind yourself of what happened on one day. And not every day is special. Not every day is worth, you know, writing down in great detail, mm-hmm. whatever happened. And so just don't be as precious about it and just get something in there. It's uh, it, if you take that kind of pressure off for it, like being super thorough. I think it frees you up to, to just kind of like zoom through it and just get it done. Some days it's just about getting it done. That is very good advice. Sometimes I still get bogged down in the minutia. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, um, Mike, if people want more of my best friend's journal, I'm going to tell them where they can find us oh, because yeah. I know you hate it. If you want more of my best friend's journal, you can find us online on mybestfriendsjournal.com. You can rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, and we'd really appreciate it if you did so. You can find us on Instagram at MBFJ Podcast, and you can email us at mybestfriendsjournal at gmail.com. Nailed that shit. Um, also, oh, keeping it tight, baby. Oh. Tight, tight. <laughs> Also, please do us the huge favor of giving us a rating and review on iTunes. And I just said that. Oh, I don't listen to you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Literally said it. I was so proud of myself for working it into my whole spiel. I know. Dick. I congratulated you too, but I just like must have missed it. I'm so sorry. It just proves what a bad fucking listener I am. <laughs> All right. That does it for this week. Until next time, Mike, always remember. Check under the bed for cats. <laughs> Three fucking cats. It's bonkers. Pussy nuggets and chest tingle <laughs> <laughs>